0: What is up, guys? What is up? It is Rory, and you are listening to The Hero Project. It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's Tactical Tuesday, up in her. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys, we're going to talk about tactics, right? And and the point of today, and for the next several episodes I'm going to do, is to help some of you small business owners to help some of you entrepreneurs transition and upgrade your game okay one of the big things that has changed in the world in the last let's call it 12 years or so has been the proliferation of the internet the proliferation you know the internet at scale um an increase uh in like varying ideas and increase in information. Along with that, more scandals, more distrust politically, more distrust of experts. Uh, And we are, in a lot of ways, what people call experts who are smarter than me would call the post-trust era. Okay, And what that means for you as a business owner, especially if you're going to be someone who wants to grow rapidly and you're going to use something like digital advertising to grow your, your business is that you are going to be dealing with people who have less trust in you and less trust in their own ability to be confident in their own decisions. And so we are going to talk today about lead conversion and persuasion and influence and sales. We're going to be talking about sales tactics. Now, we're going to be doing this for a few episodes and we are actually doing a program that is totally free. It's called the Double Your Sales Masterclass that you can access. And we are, we're putting this out totally for free for anyone who wants to move their sales game into the modern era. The way you sell now is different than the way you needed to sell 20 years ago. People have all the info now. As a matter of fact, they have too much info. They have so much info that they aren't confident in their ability to make a good decision. And so if you're running into that, if you have people that tell you they want to think about it, if you have trouble helping people gain clarity, if you struggle to uh, to just, just to close people in general, right? If you run ads and those ads come in and you're not just closing people uh, left and right you're probably selling with an eight 1980s sales process. And I know that that's every single person that we talk to. when we take on new clients, we take a look at their process and that's basically what they're doing. Like there's no trust being built. Um, it's not very empathetic. Uh, it doesn't give the person space to ask questions. It's very assumptive and these things don't work. So what I want to do, before I jump into the tactics here is I want to actually invite you to take a look. I would like you to actually, uh, go to the website and let's see, I think it's brand lab training slash double your sales. I'm looking that up just to confirm it right now. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to steer you guys wrong. I would never want to do that. Okay, yes. In fact, I was almost right. Brandlabtrainingcenter.com slash courses slash double dash your dash sales. I know that might sound a little complicated, but I'm going to give it to you one more time just to make sure. Brandlabtrainingcenter.com slash courses slash double dash your dash sales. So guys, let's jump into this. This one's going to be on YouTube. This one is going to be on uh, all the other, you know, podcast sites and whatnot. Uh, but this one's going to be much more practical to like, how do I implement this in my business? And by the way, how do you implement this Implement this in your life? Because we're all selling, right? So let's take a look. We're going to talk today about the theory of sales and kind of like the biggest, most obvious mistakes that people make, right? This isn't gonna be all encompassing, guys. We're gonna to have to go step by step here, but let's start with this concept. Sales itself is life. Persuasion is life. Guys, you have to sell your husband or your wife. You have to influence and persuade if you're gonna lead anyone. If you're gonna be a leader, you're selling, right? You've gotta sell them on why your plan To move forward is better than their ideas or better than staying where they're at you've got to gain buy-in and agreement on your ideas if you want to be great at anything you have got to get better or you've actually got to get great at sales you've got to get great at sales okay this isn't like a. this isn't a you don't have to be slick rick You have to understand people. You have to understand the theory of why people take action. You have to understand how to get people to tell you what they really want in life and hold them accountable to being who they want to be. All right? So concept number one, sales is leadership. Now, I want you to think about the concept of leadership and contrast it with the idea of the slick Rick used car salesman. Is that guy leading or is that guy convincing and cajoling? He's not a leader, is he? He's hoping, he's begging, he's hoping you say yes to him and he's gonna be as tricky as he has to be to get you to say yes. Modern sales is about leadership. It's about having an even higher vision for your client. and, And if you're a leader of a team, If you're not a salesman, but you're leading a team, if you're an athlete, it's about having a higher vision for your team and the individual members of your team than even they do. Okay, so you're leading towards an outcome. So foundational in this is the clients for life strategy or philosophy that we teach in our curriculum when we work with businesses. But this idea here is about, is about knowing what people truly deeply want and helping them get clear on that, okay? Number two, you only care about the highest possible outcome for your client, right? So rather than focusing on making the sale, you're actually approaching every conversation with true empathy for what their highest possible outcome is. Way different than what most people are doing, okay? So you're on the same team as them, And you're helping them create a plan and get clarity on what their true problems are, right? So you're getting them clear, you're helping them understand it, and you're showing them a path forward, right? And it's what they truly want, not what you want. So that's leadership, guys. You're the guide taking them on a journey, journey showing them the roadmap, right? You're the Obi-Wan Kenobi if you're going to be great at sales, you understand the questions to ask, you understand what's going on in their mind better than they do. Okay, so I touched on this one earlier. And guys, I'm, I'm reading through slides. If you're listening to this, I'm reading through slides right now so you can actually see these if you're watching it on YouTube. But we are in the post-trust era, meaning people don't trust you anymore, okay? They have enough info and they, they have an overabundance of info. They have so much info that they're confused. So when you just come in and start pitching features and benefits and features and benefits and saying, do this, do that, and trying to overly can be really controlling and, and tricky in your sales process, people know they have options. They're out, right? Like you don't, you don't hold the information anymore. They can get all the info they need. Now, a lot of people say that the, that the key to the post-trust era is that they don't trust you. And I, I actually think it's more about you. Like People don't actually trust themselves. Right? So on average, people actually have lower self-confidence or self-esteem now. Very few people have like like our society is just is just easy now. It's easier now than it used to be. There's not a lot of problems, there's not a lot of obstacles to overcome. Even poor people in our society, at least in the United States and like North America and a lot of the West, we have even our 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 all of our needs met, even if we're poor. And so there isn't a whole lot of adversity that we have to overcome. Like we don't have to strive for anything. What that leads to is you 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 have a you have people who are perfectly well off, but they've never had to like earn anything. And and the thing that builds self confidence in life is is overcoming challenges. That's the, the most confident people and the most self aware people, and the people who are best at making decisions are people who have overcome challenges and they've had a lot of experience experiences they've been in a lot of difficult situations they've done a lot of things they've they've and they have solved problems and they've made decisions and they have seen their decisions validated by coming out the other side stronger a lot of us now just sit at home right we we're on our phones all day we don't have to make hard decisions in our society and what it what it what it ends up causing is you have people that just struggle to make decisions. They don't have the confidence to trust themselves, right? And what you'll, what you'll find almost, it's almost completely uniform across the board. The people who are the easiest to sell to are the people who are the most confident. Confident people know what they want and they just say, okay, let's go, I'll take it. The hardest people to sell to, the people that are skeptical, the people that don't trust you are the people who don't have a clear, confident self-image and they don't trust themselves. So you've got to be empathetic about this and you've got to understand that it's your job to help them be confident in their own decision-making and be confident in themselves rather than trying to convince because the problem you're, over try- you're trying to overcome when you just convince people is not the right problem. It's the incorrect problem to be solving for, all right? So the next concept here, guys, is the concept of agreements and micro-commitments. Now, the old way of selling, the way this worked was People would basically, um, and, and I, see, I still see this all the time, and it's one of the biggest mistakes that people are making. Um, in a sales process or, you know, in a husband and wife arguing with each other or whatever, right, like uh, one side of the argument or one side of, the, of the, the sales interaction will lay forth a hypothesis. They will say, this is the way it is. Do you agree? And the answer is oftentimes, no. But if you think about that social situation, it's really an awkward situation to put someone in to say, this is the way it is. I'm an expert. Do you agree with me? Only a very, very, very confident person is going to say, no, I don't agree with you. I think you're wrong. Everyone else is just going to say yes, even though they don't actually agree. So what you're getting is false agreements. You're, you're, people tell you that they agree and they tell you that they understand, but because you're coming across so strong and you're leading so aggressively, like, like you're, not, you're not giving them the, spa- the space to help them ask the questions and understand what you're actually talking about, you're not actually in agreement. It's false agreement, Okay. But in order to make a sale, you have to get into agreement. And what happens with so many sales or arguments with, with husband, wife, or arguments in the workplace is one side believes that the problem is something other than what the other side believes. And what ends up happening is the stronger communicator, the stronger personality just wins because they force their will on the conversation and that doesn't work right because nowadays you could get away with that in sales in the old days and you could get away with that as a husband to your wife in the old days because people didn't used to get divorced (laughs) but if you just dominate your wife in every conversation a lot of people a lot of times they'll leave you now and the bottom line here is that you have to ask them and use, use their language and, and get their side of the story and use their language back to them so that they understand that you're listening. And this miraculous thing happens. They let their guard down and they stop resisting. So if you can get into agreement on the problem, then once you get into agreement with what they say the problem is, and then you can ask skillful questions to get, to get more out of them and help them arrive at a conclusion that actually is gonna benefit them, then you can actually prescribe a solution and they're gonna listen. Okay, so you've got to get into agreement and you've got to get these micro commitments from them. All right. So we're going to look at the next concept now. And this concept is just the idea of selling features and services versus outcomes. Okay. So again, this is kind of just an overview primer on the sales, sales theories and philosophies, guys. Um, So if you're selling things like you know, features and benefits or man hours or materials costs or number of visits, you are always going to be competing on price, right? So if you justify your value by, it's going to take us this much time. It's going to be this, you know, it's going to be this difficult for me to do. And, and you have to pay me based on my time or the number of visits or Uh, you know, the number of adjustments, if you're a chiropractor or whatever, that is a very, very bad way of valuing yourself. And you will always lose to the person with the worse or with the, with the lower price. Okay. If that's what you want to do, then keep doing that. It's not empathetic. It's completely self-centered. It's all about you. It has nothing to do with the outcome that the client wants. You're a commodity, no matter how cool the thing you're doing is, no matter how awesome it is, no matter how much the the actual service, the actual thing that you do helps people. You're just a commodity, no matter how good you are. You've got an hourly rate. That's it. The difference, guys, is to sell an outcome. If you sell an outcome, if you can get clear on what the, the outcome the client wants or the outcome your husband or wife wants or the outcome that your team is after, if you're justifying what it is you're selling them on by the outcome, they're gonna buy in because you can show them a plan to get the outcome, right? If someone's just showing up and doing what you're telling them to do, that's not very valuable. So remember this concept, guys. This is, a, this is a, a crucial thing to understand as we move into this next idea. Your solution has zero value, zero, none whatsoever. Your service is, is, is valueless to your prospect. All of the value that you have, the, the price that someone's gonna be willing to pay comes from the problem that they have. So until you can identify and agree on a problem, you cannot close anyone. You've got to stay clear on this. If you ever pitch your product, if you ever try to sell something without having just extreme clarity on the problem, the size of the problem, how much that problem is costing someone, why they want to solve it, why it's important to them, what it's gonna allow them to do, et cetera. If you are selling your solution before getting clear on those things, you're losing. You're losing most of your sales. That is where all the value comes from. There's a gap between their current state and their desired state. That's where the value comes from. That's what you're selling. They don't value your service they don't value your product. It's all about the problem or the gap between their current state and their desired state. So when you actually go into pitching and you actually going go into selling, right? What you have to have done before that is you have to, you have to have created the influence and the persuasion in helping them understand the actual true cost of their problem and the value of the outcome. All right. So all sales comes in understanding the gap. It comes in in building the bridge, like, like building a, a, the bridge of the gap, bridging the gap for them and getting them out of their own way so that they feel comfortable enough to bridge that gap. And guys, as we narrow in here, kind of on the last topic I'd like to talk about just to kind of round out these, these big ideas in the sales process. I wanna talk about the idea of the buying pocket. So the buying pocket, guys, is an idea that is basically... Um, it's this concept that as you are moving someone through your sales process as you are moving someone from point A to point B, there is a, a series of beliefs that your prospect has to have in order to take action, in order to say, I'm going to go to the next step. I'm gonna buy your product. I'm gonna you know, make the investment. I'm gonna to commit to the outcome. And the best way of visualizing this is by thinking about this concept of the buying pocket. And so what a good modern sales process does is you are asking skilled questions to bring people into the so-called buying pocket, okay? And what that buying pocket is, is it's a series of beliefs that that client must have about their problem, that they must have about uh, the things they've tried in the past, about uh, themselves, about the vision that they have and about your products, like, like the solution that you're proposing. They have to believe certain things about themselves and about how that situation is in order to make the decision to purchase. And so the goal of your questioning is to create those beliefs. You create, you, you have to bring clarity where clarity is needed, doubt, where doubt is needed. You have to get them to have these beliefs about themselves and about their situation before they are ready to say, yes, I want that. So that is what your process does is it, it brings them into the pocket so then you can pitch. Okay. So many sales are lost because we're not at, you're selling to someone who is not yet in the pocket. You know, you can even sense it yourself. You kind of know like this person isn't quite bought into what I'm saying, but I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to pitch my product because that's not what I'm supposed to do because I'm following my process and you don't know why. A good sales process, guys, isn't about following a script. It's about moving someone into the pocket. It's about saying, okay, have I checked off the boxes? Do I know that this person believes they have a big enough problem? Do I know that they doubt their own ability to solve it by themselves? Do I have I asked those questions and gotten that confirmation? Have I gotten this person clear on the root cause of their problem? Have I gotten this person clear on on that they have a desire and a vision that is that is worth bridging the gap and worth paying? Have I made it clear, like or not have I made it clear, but does this person believe that it would cost more for them to stay in the same place than if they changed? That's what your questioning should be doing is it should be moving them. You should be asking questions that move them into the pocket. And that's how modern sales is done. Because you have to get that person into the pocket if you're going to make a sale. So guys, that's most of what I have for you guys. And and what we're going to do is we're going to get in more in the next couple episodes of like, how do you actually do that, right? Because this is all kind of theoretical. It's like high level. This is what you need to do or this is where you're making mistakes. Um, But we're going to get a little bit more tactical, okay? And if you want the more in-depth stuff, if you want to kind of like get into like building your own script and understanding the right questions to ask and stuff like that, please go and sign up for the course. It's totally free. There's nothing, there's no anything involved. You're just, you know... Um, we'll probably send you some emails after you sign up, but, uh, other than that, it's literally a free resource where you can kind of start to, you can build yourself a sales process for your business. And this is going to be particularly useful for anyone who's like in a brick and mortar, like service type business. So if you're like health and wellness, you sell, um, you know, if you sell like chiropractic, uh, dentistry, um, you know, roofing, um, you know, HVAC, um, um, you know, if you're a med spa and you're selling body sculpting and, and Botox and and these types of things, this is going to be a really good tactical episode for you, and it's going to be a really good course for you to go do. So, um, go go to that website, guys. brandlabtrainingcenter.com slash courses slash double dash your dash sales, and you can sign up for that there. Also, guys, I want to remind you. We're doing a huge giveaway. We will rebuild the entire front end of your business in, um, you know, like we're going to help you build customer acquisition systems, sales systems, lead generation systems. We're doing that for free for one company. If you would like that to be you, that's all you have to do is follow the podcast. You have to You have to uh, subscribe iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify subscribe to the podcast, and then uh, leave a five-star review. Take a picture of that review and take a picture of the fact that you have subscribed, send it to podcast at brandlabmedia.com and you will be entered into that. So please do that. And then if you do a, if you share this on social media, share this podcast episode or any podcast episode on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Take a picture of that and send it to podcast at brandlabmedia.com. We'll give you five extra entries into that giveaway. So guys, um, hopefully you found this helpful. We're going to do a few more of these Tactical Tuesdays. We're going to get into the sales process again a few more times. And um, I I hope you guys like it. Uh, Stay tuned and we will talk to you guys next time.